of the most pervasive things that perpetually single women in the Western world tend to repeat again and again is I'm a great catch. Now, there are a couple of very interesting things that come to mind when I hear this from a woman. Number one, you don't get to decide what your dating market value is. The market does. And this goes for both men and women. A woman can say she's a great catch all she wants to, but at the end of the day, we as men decide whether any given woman is a great catch or not. Plus, people who know that they are or are not something don't broadcast it to the world. If a man knows he has a big sausage, he doesn't go around telling people, I have an 11 inch sausage. If a woman knows she's hot, she doesn't have to tell people I am so hot. Why? Because it's obvious to everyone around her, men and women alike. When a woman verbally describes herself in a favorable way, better than nine times out of 10, she is either lying or she's wrong. So when a woman says out loud, I'm a great catch, she says it to convince herself that she is a great catch more than she is saying it to convince people who know her. The second thing that comes to mind is what you are all thinking right now, which is, if you're such a great catch, then why are you single? Well, the answer, of course, is that she isn't. And how do we know this? Simple. Women who are great catches get caught, and that's all there is to it. Anytime a woman declares herself a great catch and a man disagrees with her, these women go absolutely mental. Not because she believes that he's wrong, but because she knows he's right. She doesn't want him blowing her cover and exposing her as the banana-gobbling, bone-collecting sausage smoker she really is. So in order to keep her facade of purity, as well as being able to sleep at night, she fights tooth and nail to make sure the world sees her through the rose-colored glasses she wants them to see her through. Women will do and say anything they have to to make sure they aren't exposed, which includes lying to themselves even when the truth is staring them right in the face. Which brings us to today's article, which was submitted by the lovely and talented Devin. Now, the name of the article she submitted is 12 Reasons You're Single, Even Though You're a Catch. And as you've probably already guessed, the article is written on everyone's favorite website, bold.com. Now, it's interesting she says, I'm a catch, rather than I'm a good catch. It's almost as though she knows that the women who see this know the truth about themselves and are looking for, yet, more false validation to keep them from getting depressed about the fact that they are a catch, but for some reason they keep getting thrown back. But I digress. Let's get right into it. You're awesome, but you're single. The article starts. What are you doing wrong? Absolutely nothing. Here are 12 reasons you're single, even though you're a catch. So the article starts the way one would expect an article to start on this website. And that, of course, is with a delusional opening salvo. When she says you're awesome, but you're single, that's a misnomer. If a woman is awesome, then she isn't single. As stated before, women who are great catches get caught. Then, of course, she removes all responsibility and accountability for any given woman's station in life by saying that they are doing absolutely nothing wrong. Never mind that women lie to their boyfriends and husbands as a matter of habit, cheat on their boyfriends and husbands as a matter of second nature, and then blame their significant others for the demise of their relationships. Oh no, they are doing absolutely nothing wrong. This is one of many reasons why modern women continue to devolve. They are constantly encouraged to engage in promiscuous behavior in relationships, but then told that they are doing nothing wrong when they ask themselves why they're single. Women never really want the truth when it comes to their own dating market value. Well, the market has responded very well in this regard in that it's not profitable to tell women what they need to hear, whereas telling them what they want to hear will make any person, man or woman, wealthy beyond their wildest dreams. Just ask Dr. Phil, Steve Harvey, Derek Jackson, and Matthew Hussey. They are all living proof that there is no money in being honest with women. Number one, the article continues, you don't believe in settling. 
Do you know what type of people settle? The ones who think they're running out of time to find something real and those who think true love isn't in the cards for them. However, that's not the case for you. You know he's out there and you're not settling for anything less. Well, how about that? This hoe actually told the truth. Now, before I continue, do your boy a solid and push me up in the algorithm by liking, commenting, subscribing, and sharing the video. If you guys could take just a few seconds to help me out, I'd really appreciate that. Also, if you want to be notified when I go live, download the Sharpstream app and enable push notifications. Don't worry guys, I'm not going to blow you up. It's just that YouTube notifications have been a little bit wonky lately and most, if not all of my subscribers aren't getting notified when I go live. So make sure you download the Sharpstream app to stay in the know at all times. Remember, the Sharpstream app is available for both iOS and Android. Okay, let's continue. The kinds of women who settle are the ones who are running out of time. Women who collected bones throughout their 20s who are now in their mid to late 30s with three illegitimate kids by three degenerate men are most certainly out of time. Where she lies is when she says, however, that's not the case for you. And therein lies the problem. She's convincing women who are clearly out of time that they still have plenty of it. And when women affirm their delusions by consuming articles like this, it absolutely destroys any chance they have at true happiness. Deep down, the 39-year-old with two kids knows she will never find true happiness with a high-value man that loves and respects her as much as she loves and respects him. She knows that she has passed up countless men to indulge in the bed-hopping escapades, foolishly thinking that they would still be waiting for her when she was done eating cucumber salads. But when the men who used to beat the brakes off her in her 20s no longer even look in her general direction, the truth hits her right in the face. But because today's women are allergic to the truth, they cling to their delusion so they can stave off getting prescribed antidepressants for just a few more years. And by the way, I will never settle is womanese for I will never settle down. Funny thing is, they always end up settling in the end to avoid sleeping in a cold bed every night. Funny how that works, right? Number two. You're waiting to meet someone worthy of your awesomeness. You're amazing, so why would you even bother with being someone who doesn't equal you in that? I mean, seriously, it'll totally be worth the wait. There's that stubborn, unwritten law of economics again. You know, the one that states that you don't get to determine your own value. The reason Ferraris have a higher price tag than Fords is because the market has shown a willingness to pay more money to own a Ferrari than they are a Ford. If Henry Ford II said to himself back in the 1960s, well, I can charge just as much as Enzo Ferrari charges and price the 62 Ford Galaxy the same as the Ferrari 330LM, the Ford Motor Company as we know it today would cease to exist. Why? Because the market would have determined very quickly that it will not pay the Ferrari price for Ford quality. This is literally what women are asking men to do. Modern women want men to pay the Lamborghini Aventador price for a used 84 Honda Accord. Now, in their defense, they've pulled this off for quite a while. Men used to line up around the block just itching to pay six figures for a junk bucket with a cracked engine block, a broken fan belt that probably doesn't even start. But because men have wised up and have stopped going into debt for a car not worth the paper the title is printed on, women have lost their collective minds. This is why they have to continue to tell themselves that they are still a great catch, even though they are being caught and released on a daily basis. Women can call themselves awesome and amazing all they want, but if men don't sign off on their delusions of grandeur, it's all a bunch of BS and they know it. Number four, you don't need a man to validate your existence. You might think it'd be nice to have a partner in crime sometimes, she says, but you certainly don't spend all of your time pining after a guy. And you don't feel bad about it either. 
Instead, you live your own life and don't let it revolve around finding someone. And here we go again with the I don't need a man nonsense. A while back, I did a video about a woman who was Miss Girl Power and I didn't need a man living my best life and all the rest of that. But she had a moment of clarity that turned out to be her coming to grips with the harsh reality that she is likely going to end up alone. Take a look and listen. Single and afraid. This is where Yasmin is now. Let's get started. She says, just being honest. I can scream living my best life till I'm blue in the face. But deep down inside, I feel incomplete without a healthy relationship. I still have sand in my shoes from my latest vacation to Trinidad. And although it was an amazing trip there, an amazing trip, there isn't enough ocean views, soca music, Roddy and Punchin to make me believe I wouldn't have enjoyed it with a bay at my side. It is with an honest heart that I proclaim that despite my quote, girls run the world rhetoric, I still define my true worth by my ability to get and keep a man. Law number 24 of the 49 Laws of Sharp states that the more a woman tries to convince you of something, the more likely the opposite is true. And as you just saw and heard, Miss Sabu verified just that. Women have disingenuously embraced the I don't need a man trope for years, and the more they double down, the more they realize that they do indeed need a man. A woman's value is based solely upon the value of the man she can attract and lock down and hang on to, as Miss Sabu so eloquently stated. Women inherently know this, but they want the world to think that they don't. Take a look at any magazine newsstand. On the men's side, there are magazines about sports, hunting, guns, fitness, image, the list goes on. Look at the woman's side, and there is literally nothing but five ways to blow his mind in bed, and why isn't he committing and how to turn it around? Hell, even magazines for younger women are packed with love quizzes and how I can tell he likes me articles. What do all of these female-inspired magazines have in common? The pursuit of men. The reason magazines publish this stuff is because women read it. If they didn't, then they wouldn't publish it. Actions speak louder than words, as the saying goes, and there is no better example of this in action when we hear a woman say in a hundred different ways that they don't need a man. Number five, you are too busy living your life. You have trips to take, she says, people to meet, projects to tackle, and you have a goal to go to 30 countries before you turn 30. Your schedule is pretty damn packed. So you want to go to 30 countries before you turn 30, huh? Well, since actions speak louder than words, allow me to show you what she really means when she talks about wanting to visit a bunch of countries. I've traveled to so many different countries. I've slept with a lot of guys in different countries. Women are always epic when they travel, and age doesn't seem to matter. Whether she's a young, hot college girl on spring break, a married mother of three on a girl's trip, or cougars on their How Stella Got Her Groove Back trip, they take copious amounts of when they travel. It never fails. Any woman who's traveled with her girlfriends or alone has been by men around the world. I rest my case. And by the way, you can get that translation and well over 600 more with Womanese, which is available in video, audio, paperback, and ebook format. Number six, you're focused on your career. She continues, it may sound like some sort of cop-out or cliche, but this is the 21st century. What woman isn't focused on her career to some degree? You love what you do and you're good at it, and it's worth being proud of for sure. I've never been one to put too much credence in statistics or studies because they can be manipulated to say anything you want them to say. But every once in a while, you see something and you immediately know that it's 100% true just based on your life experience and by simply looking around. 
According to Psychology Today, the profile of the most unhappy people in America is a 42-year-old female who is unmarried, has no children, and is in a professional position, such as a doctor, lawyer, and so forth. There's no need for me to talk about why women who are focused on their careers end up miserable because that's been done to death. But when something like this comes out, men in this community don't need any data to back it up. We see it all around us every day. Number seven, you've got great friends to distract you from romance. Once you get a boyfriend, she says, the time you spend with your friends is immediately cut in half. Boyfriends are great and all, but friends are a whole other level of great. Now she's trying to pretend that we don't know that women hate each other. She's trying to convince us that being friends with other women is much more fulfilling than being in a relationship of consequence with a man they respect and love. This just goes to show how stupid women think we are. Women today are so clueless about what we know about them that they actually believe that they can convince us that life is just so much greater when they're surrounded by their female friends as opposed to being in a relationship. Never mind the fact that she just said, the time with your friends is immediately cut in half. She's not fooling anybody with this. Even the women who read this nonsense shook their heads and probably thought to themselves, uh, I don't know what friends she's talking about. 11 out of 10 women would gladly tell you that being in a relationship is a much better existence than hanging out with her catty, competitive, backstabbing, petty, immature, boyfriend-stealing friends. Women hate each other because they know each other. That's the bottom line. Never let a woman try to convince you that she'd rather hang out with her friends than hang out with you. Unless, of course, she's planning on cheating on you, which is an entirely different discussion. Number 8. Guys aren't as into commitment as they once were. She continued, We live in a culture where hooking up seems to take precedence over serious relationships. While hooking up is fun and one-night stands are a blast, it's hard to find commitment in a sea of men who just aren't into it. If, in this particular case, you were single, this is totally out of your control. Let's go to law number 18, sections 2 and 3 of the 49 Laws of Sharp, shall we? The second objective of the four objectives of feminism is to remove all sexual restraints from women while placing them on men. Section 3. The third objective of the four objectives of feminism is removing any and all responsibility from women while placing it upon men, while simultaneously removing all authority from men and giving it to women. It wasn't the idea of a man to bring the girl power movement into existence. It wasn't the idea of a man to make hormonal birth control available to women so that they could be sexually irresponsible without having to worry about unwanted pregnancies. It was not the idea of men to create a culture where hooking up takes precedence over serious relationship. The girl power movement was the idea of a few rebellious, unruly women who thought that it was a good idea to give women unfettered access to the endless buffet of bananas, eggplants, and cucumbers and packaging it as empowerment. The dating market is what it is because of the girl power movement and that alone. And the girl power movement was started by women. Women wanted sexual freedom and they got it. They wanted access to the workplace, they got that too. They also wanted full control of family courts. Yep, they got it. They wanted guilt-free promiscuity without the judgmental gaze of society. They got that and then some. Everything the girl power movement demanded has been given to them in spades. Yet here they are telling us that it's hard to find commitment in a sea of men who just aren't into it. I got news for you ladies, men are into commitment. Just not with women who have collected bones into the triple digits by the time they're 22 years old. Men don't want commitment with a 35-year-old with four kids who have all different fathers. Men don't want commitment with women who act like men. They don't want commitment with women who think it's healthy to cheat on their partners. Women made their bed, but instead of laying at it and accepting that they are responsible for their station in life, they still want to point the finger at men. 
as if it was our idea to turn women into the petulant, spoiled, aberrant, promiscuous petri dishes they are today. Yeah, try again. Number 9. Your confidence is really intimidating. It's true, she says, even the cockiest of men will second-guess themselves before even daring to approach a woman of your caliber. Are you guys starting to see a recurring theme here? The first paragraph said that they were awesome and could do nothing wrong. A few paragraphs down, they called them amazing. And now they're being told that even the most confident men are too scared to approach women of this caliber? What I'm getting here is that we are seeing the direct result of females being pedestalized for simply existing. Nowhere in this article does it state why they're amazing. Nowhere in this article does it state why they're awesome or why they're high caliber. Nope. It is automatically assumed that they are worthy of pedestalization simply because they were born with two X chromosomes. No wonder women are a fucking dumpster fire. Number 10. You need to focus on you first. Before you can share your life with someone else, you need to first know who you are with, what you want, and in what direction you are headed. It's not fair to only offer half of yourself to someone when you're still not completely whole. First off, women never have direction. This is why they need men. A man who has himself together will give a woman direction. A woman without a high-value man is directionless. I mean, take a look around. Do you see any single women with direction? I'll wait. Secondly, the only time women ever say, I'm not completely whole, is when they're breaking up with their unsuspecting boyfriends to pursue a relationship with Dave the Unemployed Garage Band guitar player, who may or may not live in a van that may or may not be his. Chicks are not this profound. They're not this self-aware and they're damn sure not deep thinkers. Most of them are as simple as a flip phone. They have no idea who or what they are, and pretending to know is just something they do to justify their promiscuous proclivities. So instead of keeping it 100 and just saying, hey, I like Dave more than I like you, they attempt to convince you that they had a soul-searching epiphany and realize that she just hasn't found herself yet. Here's an example. I need to find myself. I need to find the password to my Tinder account. Number 11, you don't really have time to meet people. You didn't even have time to eat lunch today, let alone set up an online dating profile. In fact, you're not even sure you have time to swipe more than once or twice on Tinder. I can't tell you how many single moms I smashed at the last minute. It's amazing how quickly they can find a sitter when their favorite banana is texting, right? The point is, is that women make time for what they want. And for her to imply that women don't have time to set up an online dating profile is laughably transparent. Girls spend more time swiping for sausage on Tinder than they do sleeping. Amanda Shettle, the author of this article, is clearly a woman who does not realize we are not stupid. Number 12. You're too in love with the single life. When your life is perfect already, it's hard to want to bring someone else into the mix. While you may want a boyfriend, there is the fact that having one will change the life you've made for yourself. There's nothing wrong with change, but it's also something you need to do on your own time. Translation. Sleeping around is a lot more fun when you don't have a boyfriend. I mean, seriously, who is Amanda kidding here? I'm in love with the single life is womanese for I'm in love with sleeping around. As a side note, I love how she keeps trying to convince us that eggplant enthusiasts live these awesome, perfect lives and don't need men. Yet, every other paragraph she's trying to convince us that life is so much better without us. Might I remind Miss Shadow of law number 24 of the 49 laws of Sharp? In the end, if a woman is single, it means that she is anything but a catch. If she were a catch, then she'd be caught and kept, not caught and released over and over again. This again is a woman mistaking a man's sexual attention for a man's desire to commit. They keep getting caught and released, so they think they're a catch. 
Amanda Shettle has all of these clueless women thinking that they're all catches because a bunch of guys want to beat the brakes off of them. But sooner or later, Father Time will collect his debt. Thanks for watching. What's up, guys? It's your man, Donovan Sharp, and welcome to this special TSR Live uh, Midday. It looks like my looks like my camera has gone uh, completely, completely haywire. Oh, of course, it lost uh, it lost connection with the. Of course, it lost connection with the uh, right at the last section, or right at the last. Right at the last sec, right at the last second, it lost connection with one of my, uh, with with uh, with my Bluetooth. I am getting very very frustrated uh, with those uh, with these SERP genius thingies. They seem to be a lot more a lot more trouble than they're worth, and I do not like the fact that that these things are are hit or miss. Uh, it's good to have you guys. Uh, it's good to have you guys in today. Um, I appreciate you being in here. Alexa, turn off camera three. There we go. All right, so camera three is off. You know how that is. Um, at any rate, uh, so I'm seeing you guys in the chat. And before we get started, um, I'm going to break down, I'm actually going to break down a Reddit post that uh, <clears throat> that Dev sent to me. <laughs> and... Um, it's, I'm just going to let you guys be the judge. I'll give my opinion on this, but you guys can be the judge. Um, this is, um, it's just, it's just one of these deals where, where, where we, we talk about this, we talk about this kind of thing all the time, but I'm seeing, I'm seeing a lot of guys in the chat, uh, talking about, uh, the fact that, uh, Jap and Obsidian are actually going to throw hands. Um, now are they going to, are they going to war with words or are they actually going to physically fight? Because if they're actually going to physically fight, uh, Obsidian's going to fuck around and get himself hurt. He's going to fuck around and get himself hurt. Listen, man, um, Obsidian's mouth writes checks, his body can't cash, man. Um, I've met the man in person, um, and I don't know. I don't. I don't know the the circumstances surrounding his current physical condition. I know that he walks with a cane um, and all this other kind of stuff. But whatever whatever the circumstances surrounding that, I'm not. I'm not really worried about that. Um, what I'm looking for. Uh, what I'm. What I'm looking. What. 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 What I am talking about is not how he got there. It's that he's there. If you walk with a cane, there is no reason for you to challenge a man who is damn near 20 years your junior to a fist fight. This is, this is, this is, <laughs> this fight's not going to happen, dude. This fight's not going to happen. Um, Obsidian is, he's a shit talker. He's all talk, no show. Um, and the reason he's irrelevant is because all he does is is run off at the mouth. I used to think he was a smart guy, but it really it really appears that he is sort of a um Obsidian's a loser, and you can tell him I said that. I live I don't know, I probably live 15 minutes away from where he lives, but um I've dealt with him 
I've dealt with him and have heard of him long enough. I've dealt with him uh, 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 long enough to know who and what he is. Um, he, it's it's very very difficult for a guy like me to describe Obsidian, but Obsidian is the he is the physical representation. Uh, of all that is wrong with, well, a lot of things that are wrong with black men. Um, and listen, he's got some of the same, he's got some of the same uh, bad traits as I do. Obsidian is quick to emotion. Anytime someone makes him feel some type of way, his initial reaction is to immediately fire back. Um, I'm the same way. Uh, not, not so much anymore. Um, no, I don't know. I am the same way, but I do it a lot less than I used to because I've gotten... Um, I've, I've gained control of my, not really control. I've gained some semblance of control over my emotions, uh, out here, out here on these, uh, on these YouTube, uh, on these YouTube streets. Um, the, the, so how can I put this man? Um, Obsidian's quick to emotion. Um, he's always involved in some nigga shit. It's always he's always beefing with somebody. He was beefing with Alan Roger Curry. He's beefing with Obsidian. He's beefing with Angry Man. You guys have to really, you guys have to really start to, you guys have to really start to think to yourself um, about the guys, about the guys that, uh, about the guys that you follow, man. Um, you can follow him if you want, but you really have to. You got, you got to really, you got to really think twice, man. Any dude who this doesn't mean that there's not value in what he says. I don't think. I mean, I haven't listened to him in years because it's the same jibber jabber. But um, a man who a man who challenges another man to a fight that he knows he can't win is just a man running off at the mouth. Obsidian has no intent on throwing hands with Jap. He doesn't. He wants everyone to think he does, but he doesn't. Obsidian is listen. <laughs> He's not the he's not the brightest crayon in the box, but he's not a dumbass, at least not totally. And to challenge to challenge Jap to a fight, if what you guys are telling me is true, this is all to me all of that all of that is clickbait. All that is clickbait. Obsidian's not throwing hands with Jap. Uh, that would not be. Um, that would not be. Um, <laughs> that would not be ideal. For Obsidian and Obsidian's cowardly, like he's the type of dude that would probably pull a, an alternative weapon when the fight were to commence. Um, if 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 two people are are getting ready to fight and one is willingly, one who is clearly going to lose is just about it. At that point, you have to think that he's got a trick or six shooter up his sleeve. That's the only way Obsidian can win a fight against Jab is if he uses some sort of weapon. Um, yeah, that's, that's, oh my God. It's ridiculous. I remember when I first, and I'll, I'm, I'm going to get into what I'm going to talk about. I'm just going to let you guys trickle in here. But, um, and I'm on early because it's bowling night uh, here at the Sharp Family, family Compound. But, um, I remember, man. I met Obsidian a little, a little over, a little over five years ago. I met him. Um, I met him Thanksgiving week. Uh, Devin and I had just started dating. We had come up here to uh, to visit some of my family. And um, when uh, when I met Obsidian, he lived in a very 
is a row house, and uh, we did we did a podcast while I was there. I think he did something on Blog Talk Radio or something like that, and that was the very first time I'd actually talked to Alan Roger Curry on the phone, and um, and so uh, the one thing that the, the the one thing that shocked me about Obsidian uh, were his living conditions. Um, he didn't live in squalor, but it was far from what he had described. You know, he said that, uh, you know, he was a man of means and that he had this and that. And when I got there, I was like, okay, this is not the obsidian that I was thinking it was going to be. The second thing that shocked me is that he was shocked. He was shocked at me. I'll never forget the first time I walked in there, he's looking at me up and down and he just looked like he was in complete shock. And I was like, why are you, why is this guy shocked that I'm this that I look like this. And I remember he, he, he was, you know, later on on the podcast, he's like, man, the first thing you notice about Donovan, well, Donovan's a big guy. Yes. Yes, I am. I am a big guy. Um, <laughs> I don't know why that shocked him. Um, Devin was very uh, pleasant. Uh, she brought, I think she had made some Christmas cookies. We brought over, uh, brought over, brought over a bottle of vodka. So we brought over drinks and, and all that good stuff. I drove, so there's no need for me to drink, but yeah, we, we offered, we offered him refreshments and everything. And we did the podcast. Um, then of course, later on obsidian told everyone that I showed up. <laughs> this is just what niggas do. Niggas lie all the goddamn time. So he tells everyone that I showed up drunk. That's a hundred percent untrue, man, because I drove all the way to his place. I drove. <laughs> oh it still blows me away that he still said that. So Basically, he said, I was drunk and Devin looked like white trash. Now, I mean, listen, if that's his opinion, I don't know. Maybe she did look like white trash. Uh, she didn't look like white trash in my opinion. But, hey, listen, my opinion is not everybody's opinion. So uh, maybe he, uh, maybe Obsidian, maybe that's what he thought. Listen, I can't begrudge a man his opinion. Um, but uh, what was clear to me is that he was not who he said he was. And, um, and at that point, I was brand new to the Manosphere. I think I had written close to... 20 articles for Eternity King. So I was a new guy in this, in the, in this, uh, in that community. And I was expecting others to be others to be, uh, congruent with what I was doing. I was like, okay, well, this is who I am. I put my life out there. Obsidian clearly was not. And, um, the girl that he was with, whew, man, she was really nice, but she was not small. She was very, very large. And I just remember thinking, wait a minute, he said that his girlfriend, and at, at first I thought maybe this was his sister, you know, I was giving him the benefit of the doubt because I believe what he was telling me and other people. My girlfriend's a dime and she runs 10 miles a day and I bend her over the couch and this and that. And it was just like, I was actually, I was actually quite, now that's why I was shocked because he was not who he said he was. Um, since then, um, he takes shots at me. Um, he'll take shots at me whenever I talk about other black people. Like when he told me Donovan Sharp shouldn't be talking about uh, Danica Marie dope discussions. Uh, dude, that airheaded thought is, <laughs> dude, she ain't shit. Um, she's, she's a terrible content creator. All she does is, <laughs> she is terrible. All she does is just, she talks, <laughs> she's a dating coach for men. And she's just, just yeah, dude, bitch, she's a basic bitch. And Obsidian jumped to her, uh, jumped to her rescue. Um, but um, yeah, Obsidian and O'Shea have beefed with each other. I'm not surprised at that. 
uh, because they're both they're both liars. They're both liars. Uh, O'Shea lied and told everybody I was working with Anthony to create a Black 21 convention. Clearly, <laughs> that was not the case. Uh, Obsidian lied to everybody and, and told them that I showed up to his place drunk. Whatever. Um, but I'll tell you what, man. Um, for a guy like him to honestly... If he thinks that we think he is going to actually fight Jet, come on. And plus, anybody who does not appear on camera... I don't know if Obsidian appears on camera. He probably still talks behind the fucking that fucking... Avatar. It's probably the best picture he's ever he's ever taken in in, in his adult life. Um, but anybody, you know, you 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 and listen, there's some great content creators. You don't know what they look like, but um, that's one thing that O'Shea told me uh, that that I that I still hold uh, uh, that I that that is true to this day. He says, Donovan, you got to let people see who you are. Uh, if they can't see you, then they can't trust you. Well, guess what? There are untrustworthy people that people can see, O'Shea, and untrustworthy people that you can't see, which is Obsidian. Um, and so, you know, this is why I don't fuck with that audience over there, man. It's just a bunch of nigga shit. Um, and listen, man, it gets some views and subscribers and all that good stuff. I'm just not, I'm not into that stuff. So, um, yeah, this is, this is Obsidian just running off at the mouth. So whatever. What else is new? What else is new? Good to have you guys in here today. Uh, shout out to my snipers on the uh, sharp stream side. Uh, we've got Dre Raven, Jay Blaze, Hellfong, Glazanity, Kyle2020, Guy, and Nigel098. Good to see you in here for the first time. Uh, shout out to my sharpshooters on the YouTube side. We've got King Life, BK from the Rockies. Uh, we've got the lovely and talented Devin, um, Slambrate. I don't know why Dev's not in the sharp stream uh, chat, but. Um, but uh, shout out to Team Peterson, who just made an appearance in the chat. Johnny Green, Manny Lopez, uh, Chase Hunnitz, like that. Mark Stewart in the house. Good to see you guys in here. See who else is in here. Uh, Jay Blaze, double dipping, uh, as per normal. So um, what I'd like to talk about, uh, and by the way, this is going to be a very short episode. I'm going right to the um, Love is Blind breakdown uh, after, uh, after I'm done here. Uh, I'm gonna break down a. <laughs> I'm gonna break down a Reddit post. I'm gonna break down a Reddit post that um, uh, that Devin sent to me, and it was posted in R slash relationship advice. It was posted uh, about two hours ago, probably three hours ago, probably three hours ago at this point. And the name of the post, the title of the post by Violent Peacekeeper. The title of the post is My Boyfriend is Coming Home from a Week-Long Trip and I Have to Tell Him Something That Will Break His Heart. Trigger warning. NSFW mentions of SA, as you guys can read on the screen. If this is not the right thread, she starts, please direct me to where this is appropriate. So my boyfriend and I, 24 years old each, <clears throat> live together. We are in a very healthy relationship, <laughs> and we have very strong trust between us. Um, I forget which law of the 49 laws of Sharp this is, but I've said this many, 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 many times. 
A relationship that a female describes as healthy is a relationship where it is very easy for her to be sexually disloyal. In other words, if it's easy for her to cheat, a woman will characterize her relationship as healthy. If it's not easy for her to cheat, she will characterize that relationship as toxic. Now, why would they characterize that relationship as toxic? Well, if she's with a man who does not commit to women who go to clubs, if she's with a man who doesn't commit to women who go to bars, travel alone, do girls trips, spring break, girls nights out, social media, hang out with their exes, and so on and so forth, then that man is considered to be toxic, controlling, um, insecure, jealous, blah, 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 blah. When in actuality, he's just trying to protect his relationship. But girls don't want men to protect their relationships because they want to reserve they want to reserve the right to seek other relationships unbeknownst to their men. And again, girls say all the time, well, if you're going to cheat, why don't you just break up with your guy? Or why don't you just break up with um, uh, with your girlfriend? Well, the same goes to same goes for you. But we all know that women never they never get wet. There's always another raft to jump through. We call this brand swinging raft jumping monkey branching, et cetera, et cetera. So the first, uh, the first uh, alarm bell that, uh, that sets off is that she says, we are in a very healthy relationship and we have very strong trust between us. This means that he doesn't question anything she does. He lets her go wherever with whoever to do whatever. And that is never a good sign. Let's continue here. <clears throat> I have been pardon me. I've previously been in very abusive, toxic relationships. When I left that behind, actually, you know what? Let me, uh, I'm going to stop this. Um, give me a second here. I'm going to stop the scene switcher here just so I can, uh, just so you guys can get, just so you guys can see this um, uh, consistently here because I want everyone to read. I want everyone to be able to see and read this. This way you can make, you can make, you can make the choice for yourself. You can make the choice for yourself. Okay, let's jump down and see which one uh, looks the best. Hey, they got a question for you. Oh, wait a minute. That was... Yeah, this one's probably the best. This one's probably the best. Okay, let's continue. I've previously been in abusive and talk in very abusive, toxic relationships. Oh, boy. Abusive, toxic relationships. There we go. There's your unhealthy relationship. Any relationship that a woman describes as abusive and toxic means that she was with a man who, who had reasons not to trust her. She texted her ex. She probably cheated on him a few times. Um, <clears throat> she involved, she engaged in activities that were conducive to infidelity. And when her now ex boyfriends probably called her on it, um, she characterized that as abusive and toxic. And I got to go. And she probably branch swung. That's just how it is. Um, now, I will say this. Any woman who has truly been in a Evisobus spelled backwards relationship, whether it's true or not, makes her radioactive. Right? If she's lying, she's radioactive, meaning she can turn those accusations to you. If she's not lying, that means she is damaged well beyond repair and can really only respect a man who puts hands on her. Either way, either way, either way, anyone who's any woman who says and women all the time say they have been in Evisuba spelled backwards relationships. We all know what that means. 
When I left that behind, I rekindled my friendships with some guy friends I've had my whole life and introduced them all to my new boyfriend and each other. They're all now very close friends as well. You see how she's preemptively covering her tracks? You see how she's covering her tracks? So she says, I rekindled my friendships with some guy friends. So now, right now we're thinking, oh my God, guy friends. Uh-oh. But it's okay because these are guy friends that she's known all her life. Okay, she's covered. There's number one, right? Introduce them to my new boyfriend. Okay, and they're all now very close friends as well. So she knows, she knows how it looks that, she knows how it looks when she says, I rekindled my friendships with, with, uh, with some guy friends. But her excuse is, well, I've known them my whole life, right? I've introduced my boyfriend to them, all of them, and now they're really good friends. She said all that to say the next sentence. This is not and has never been a problem. Well, not for her, it hasn't, at least according to her. Okay. Until she says, last Friday, one of my very close friends, let's call him Mike, is actually a friend from recent years and dated my sister for a few years. So now she's removing herself. Now she's removing herself even more romantically from him. There's no way. There's no way I could ever want anything with this guy because he's my sister's ex-boyfriend. Right? He's my sister's ex-boyfriend. They had an amical breakup and are still friends. They had an amical breakup and they're still friends. Stop the cap. She's capping. She's capping. There's no way for us to verify any of this stuff. I can't. Um, none of this is true. I don't think there are elements of this that are true. I believe she knows who Mike is. Okay. Um, I believe that Mike did date her sister, but there's no way I buy the fact that they had an amical breakup. An amicable, an amicable, an, an amicable breakup. Breakups are never amicable these days. The only time it's amicable is when I don't. I can't really think of a. I can't really think of a of a situation. Listen, are there some breakups that are amicable? Sure, um, but most of them are not. And anytime you say that your sister and her boyfriend had an amicable breakup, and then, but they're still friends. That that uh, that reeks of bullshit. I still hang out with Mike. I still hang out with Mike quite regularly, both with my boyfriend and one on one. So now she's starting to introduce us just a little bit to the environment that is rife for infidelity. So not only is not only is he her sister's ex, they had an amicable breakup, so there's no animosity on either side. Her sister and Mike are still friends. But then she says, well, I still hang out with Mike, both with my boyfriend and one-on-one. -on -one. So she's giving herself permission to spend time with this guy. Listen, he knows me and my boyfriend. See, girls are so funny. They think that just because a man knows another man and his girlfriend means that he won't try to fuck your girl. Right? I tell you guys this all the time. Keep your girlfriend away from your friends, guys. Keep your girlfriend away from your friends. There are some things that are too powerful. There are some things that are that 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 will cause men to throw away lifelong friendships just for a piece of you know what. Just for a piece of you know what. It makes th this 
this is how it is. This is how it is. I, and listen, this doesn't mean that they're bad people or bad guys, but you guys know how it is out here. You guys know how it is out here. How many, how many best, how, how many girls have said, oh my God, I slept with my boyfriend's best friend. They say it, they say it a lot. A lot of people say, well, you should have picked your friends more carefully. Listen, man, men were a slave to biology, just the same as women are. That's all there is to it. But the fact that she hangs out with them both regularly, both with her boyfriend and one-on-one, no, that's, no, that's, uh-uh. Nope. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, well, I hang out with him one-on-one, but but he knows my boyfriend, so that's okay. You see how she keeps trying to cover her tracks here? They game together almost every day. It's not uncommon for us to have wine nights together and chat. My boyfriend is usually home for these and doesn't always join us. Oh, so now we're drinking together. We're drinking together, and that's okay with the boyfriend. All right, doesn't always join us. Yeah, okay. She says again, it has never been a problem. Law number 24 applying here. This is the second time she's tried to reaffirm this. The more a woman tries to convince you of something, the more likely the opposite is true. This is why this is why the 49 laws of Sharp exist. The reason why the 49 laws of Sharp exist is because it's the truth. Well, last Friday, I dropped off my boyfriend at the airport for his trip and went home to have wine night with Mike. Boyfriend knew this was my plan for the night. Do you see how she covers this up? She wants us to think this is bull. That dude, that's bullshit. Stop the cap. There's no way her boyfriend knew. All right, I'm gonna drop you off at the airport, and then I'm gonna then I'm going to drink alcohol with one of your friends alone. Boyfriend knew this was my plan for the night. My sister and her new boyfriend were home and hung out with us for a while as well. Again, you see, she keeps trying to cover it up like she didn't facilitate this. There's no way anything could happen. Boyfriend knew what the plan was, so it was totally okay. And my sister and her new, and her new, and her new boyfriend were there and hung us out, hung out with us as well. This is her way of trying to create witnesses, right? That way, when the boyfriend gets home, they can say, "Well, listen, I didn't see him doing anything when 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 we left. You know, everything looked fine to me. So even though even though they were whether they were there or not doesn't matter." As far as she's concerned, what she's trying to make us think is that because they were there, they can corroborate this story of hers. Everything seemed normal. I ended up drinking more than normal and fell asleep on the end of the couch. Mike was faced opposite on the other end of the couch. So there's another excuse here. So she ended up drinking more than normal. She ended up drinking more than normal. Isn't that, isn't that convenient? Somehow in my dreams, she says, I knew something was wrong. It was like alarm bells going off telling me to wake up, but I didn't. Oh boy. You know when you're asleep, but you're aware that you're asleep? Yeah, I kept hearing my name and are you awake? And, oh, God, what did I do? Who knows how long later Mike woke me up and says, this is this is so funny. I don't know how to tell you this, but I woke up and both our pants were pulled down and I think we had sex. Let me just read that one more time. Let me just read this one more time. I don't know how to tell you this. 
But I woke up and both our pants were pulled down and I think we had sex. What? So they had they had sex and just left their left their pants down? Come on, man. <sighs> Nothing like this has ever happened before. Ever. I've always felt safe around Mike. He was absolutely freaking out and I could see the fear in his face. He told me he's done this two times before while in his sleep, but it was with his significant other. So now we're establishing, now she's trying to establish that this is a pattern of behavior, something that he's done before. Stop the cow. So this dude has fallen asleep and had sex with his significant others. Sleep assault, I suppose. I guess we can put a name on that, right? But certain things just don't add up to me. I know what I heard in my sleep. Now she's trying to act like she doesn't believe his statement, right? Right? Now, something didn't add up. Translation, I don't think I quite believe his story. In other words, <laughs> in other words, whatever happened, she had no idea what happened. But what he is telling me, I don't really, I don't really buy that. And I was wearing sweatpants that I had string that I had string I that had a string and I tied too tight years ago. I know they can't be untied. I also know that they cannot be easily pulled down. Hell, I struggle to get them on and off standing up alone while laying down. That is such bullshit. It's not just lining up for me, and I can't tell if he's telling me the truth or not. This fucking girl. I feel disgusted with myself. I keep showering, but I don't feel clean. I can't stop needing to throw up because I can't actually do it. Oh, my God. Sunday, I finally broke down and processed what happened. I went to the hospital to be STD screened and preemptively treated just in case. I chose not to file a report with the police. I don't want to. The first sign of a potential false EPAR accusation is that they don't go to the police. Okay. They don't go to the police. Okay. I chose not to file a report with the police. I don't want to. You want to know why? You want to know why she doesn't want to file a report with the police? Because she consented to the sex. She consented to the sex, guys. She consented to the sex. That's why she didn't go to the cops. Because if she goes to the cops, guys... The cops, the cops will ask her questions that will, that will force her to prove that the sex was non-consensual. Right? I don't want to, but she's not telling us why she didn't want to. The reason she doesn't want to is because she knows an EPAR did not happen. She absolutely knows that an EPAR did not happen. I texted Mike to let him know I cannot rug sweep this. Oh, this is funny. So now she's threatening him. I have to tell my family and my boyfriend. He told me he was sorry, but he can't control what he does when he is unconscious. And that this has been traumatic for him as well. And asked me to apologize to my boyfriend on his behalf. I cut off all contact after that. Oh my God, this is ridiculous. This is so ridiculous. When I finally got home, I fell apart and told my sister what happened. She also lives with us. Oh, isn't that interesting? She told me that, yes, 
He has done this before in his sleep, but they were dating at the time, so she kept it to herself. She's livid with him. She's been taking care of me since then. My work has been understanding, so they gave me t paid time off to process this. Oh, boy. Oh, crap. I completely forgot that I was supposed to have Janelle on today. Holy shit. Uh, Janelle, I apologize. I, I completely forgot I completely forgot about our show. Um, we'll have to pick. Ooh, good God. Sorry about that, Janelle. Yeah, we can. We'll uh, we'll pick this up on Thursday. I do apologize. It just completely it just completely slipped my mind. Uh, I apologize for that very, very much. So this girl got paid time off from her job. She got paid time. So she went to. So let me get this straight. Her job gave her paid time off because she told her job that her and her sister's ex-boyfriend fell asleep, had sex unbeknownst to either one of them. And even though she didn't go to the police and doesn't want to, they're going to give her paid time off. Tomorrow morning, I'm supposed to go pick up my boyfriend from the airport. We've been texting, but I've been acting like everything is fine. I don't think this is a conversation I can't have I can have over the phone. And boyfriend really needed this trip for his own mental health and he keeps telling me how he's feeling better and happier than he has in months. Let me rewind here. So her sister said So let me get this straight. Hold on. She said, I told my sister what happened, and she told me that yes, he's done this before, but they were dating, so she kept it so she kept that to herself. So let me get this straight. This guy can e-par you in both of y'all's sleep. You tell your sister, but it happened to your sister twice, and she didn't tell you? Huh? No, I don't buy it. I don't buy it. And I, and I think your sister knows she's capping. I think her sister knows she's capping. Um, ultimately, I believe he will be supportive. Uh, wait a minute. Oh, I'm losing it at the thought of how he might react. Oh, my God. Ultimately, I believe that he will be supportive of me, but I think he's going to start running it back in his mind and questioning my entire friendship with Mike. And there, there is the pivotal moment. There is the pivotal moment. I know, uh, I think he's going to start running it back in his mind and questioning my entire relationship with Mike, my entire friendship with Mike. Translation. All of the suspicions that he had but never voiced, he's going to start to put the pieces together. He's going to start to put the pieces together. Oh, yeah, I remember them kind of flirting. I didn't really think anything of it. I remember her being at his place alone. I remember him being at her place alone, and there was alcohol involved. The reason why she's freaking out, here's the why she's not telling her. Listen, she cheated on her boyfriend. The reason she's not going to tell him she cheated, obviously, is to cover her, her slutty tracks. But the real reason she doesn't want to go and tell her boyfriend what happened with Mike is because he, she knows her boyfriend will put the pieces together and figure it out. That's what this really is. He's going to start running it back in his mind and questioning my entire friendship with Mike. I'm sorry, original poster. Is there anything that has happened that would cause him to question your entire friendship with Mike? She literally just admitted to us that they engage in inappropriate behavior. He's going to run it back in his mind and question my entire friendship with Mike. This is why you know that they do and say things around and to each other that are inappropriate. 
I think it's going to massively impact our relationship, and I just don't even know how to approach it. I think I'm going to fall apart at the airport, but I don't think I can tell him why driving for the sake of our safety. Jesus fucking Christ. I just don't know what to do or how to approach this. I'm so scared. I guess I just need help figuring out how to approach this with boyfriend. I love this man. I want to marry this man. Oh, that makes it more, that makes it better. And I'm afraid all of our future plans are going to be taken away all because of this horrible thing that happened in my sleep. This woman is so full of shit. I can actually smell it through the screen. If this hoe thinks for one second, if this hoe thinks for one second that we actually believe this bullshit, then she then then she doesn't she is showing she is showing outright disrespect towards the people or to, to, towards the people uh, reading this. This is absolutely the most ridiculous thing I've, I've ever heard. So your boyfriend's best friend who you spent or not even boyfriend's best friend. So a man from your past who happens to be your six, your sister's ex boyfriend who sleep assaulted her twice before, who the sister conveniently never mentioned until you told her. You guys got drunk, fell asleep, fell out. You guys had sex, didn't realize it until you both woke up and Mike told you. Stop the cow. And remember, remember, <laughs> she dropped them off and went immediately to hang out with the ex-boyfriend. And boyfriend knew of the plan. No, the boyfriend didn't know about this. The boyfriend did not know about this. He had no idea. He had no idea. All right, let's, uh, oh, you know, let's look at the comments here. Oh, boy. Here we go. Here we go. I want to see if I can find one comment. Uh, let's see if we can find one comment that actually calls her out. Here we go. You did not consent. I'm sorry this happened to you. Non-consensual. Unfucking believable. Ah. Like you said, it took effort to remove your clothing. That isn't something someone does half asleep. I find this story extremely difficult to believe. <sighs> A sleepwalking disorder? Give me oh, that's the original poster. Oh, this is the original poster. Okay. This is absolutely, this is, dude, yeah, Slamberite says it best. This is a thousand percent cap. This is, oh, look, oh, look at this. Oh, look at this. Did it feel like you had sex that night? Something's not adding up here. She says, yes, I checked myself in the bathroom. He came inside me. Of course he did. Of course he did, because when women cheat, they don't use condoms. Uh... Here's another comment. He admitted to doing it before. Your own sister knows of it. He's done it before, and he will do it again. And if he keeps getting off the hook because he's doing it, quote, in his sleep, medical condition or not, anybody else feel off about that? This is the dumbest-sounding cop-out I've seen in a while. I'm so sorry to the OP. Oh, my God. Ay, ay, ay. Jesus fucking Christ. This is unbelievable. Oh, sexsomnia. Oh, I didn't know this was actually. I didn't know that this was actually a thing. Oh, he's a serial e-parist. Got it. 
that he talks in his sleep and has done things to his sister. I don't, but it just doesn't feel believable that this, it's so funny. She keeps trying to post, she keeps trying to talk out of both sides of her mouth. So this comment says, I agree. Mike seems like a serial e-parse. He's done this before and probably to many women. He then gaslights people into thinking he's got a medical problem. He should never be drinking with women at all since he knows he has a history of this. That said, he knows he e-pars and will continue to do it. Then, of course, she says, that's what I keep thinking. My sister confirms he talks in his sleep and has done this in his sleep before, but it just doesn't feel believable that this was what happened. She's trying to make people think. See, she, what she is trying to do is make people think that she doesn't believe Mike's version of the story. And if she doesn't believe Mike's version of the story, that automatically means that she doesn't know what the true version is. And if she doesn't know the true version is, then she's off the hook. Oh, here we go. This guy said straight up. And if charges aren't pressed, this sounds like justification to me. There we go. There you go. That's what, uh, uh, you were SA'd by Mike while you were sleeping, it seems. She says, that's what I believe happened. I'm taking all the steps I'm supposed to in this situation, but it still feels like I'm stuck with my head in the water. No, you're not taking all the steps necessary. Go to the cops. Go to the police. Look, again, again, man, it's it, one of the most, one of the most, one of the, one of the, one of the most common denominators of the false EPAR accusation is they don't go to the cops. You want to know why? You want to know why they don't go to the cops? Because when you go to the cops, you don't get the benefit of the court of public opinion. She put this on Reddit because the court of public opinion will give her what she wants, which is validation. This is absolutely ridiculous. When I told him, oh, look at this. When I told him I would be telling my friends and family. When I told him I would be telling my family and boyfriend, I told him. I think he needs to seek mental health, mental health professional because this is effing alarming. He agree. He told me in the past that he was falsely accused of EPAR, and I believe his side. And now I just don't know. That's cap. She never had that conversation with him. She didn't. This is absolutely ridiculous. I cannot believe that people actually buy this. I cannot believe that people actually buy this. Oh, here we go. Here we go. So this guy is starting to ask questions. Let, let's hear, did you drink more than usual or felt suddenly more drunk than usual? In many SA stories, the victim tends to think she drank more than usual, which she actually didn't. Uh, the fact you felt trapped, half unconscious, blah, 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 blah. Oh, here we go. She says, I was pouring the drinks. They were in plain sight. I didn't eat that night, which I normally always eat before drinking. There's another excuse. Okay. I don't think I drank more than normal, but I did feel more drunk than normal. I don't know how it affects the situation, but wine, but the wine was sweeter than what we normally drink. Oh God. There's the plausible deniability. He could have spiked my drink. This is ridiculous. Yeah. Ice Dragon Kid says the boyfriend should dump her either way. Real talk. Real talk. If your girlfriend is E-pard, like truly E-pard, as in non-consensual, guys, it's only a matter of time before the relationship ends. Let's see. Oh, listen to this. So, so she's reading all of these comments. I'm so sorry you're going through this. With that said, quote, being asleep is no excuse to be an e-parist. 
I understand that you don't want to file a report, and that is okay, but he has done this before to your sister, and he will continue to do so to other girls. Get the help you need. Do what you need to do to process this and this and feel better little by little. Get help, like professional help, a strong support system, blah, 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 blah. And in no way was this your fault. Here we go. It is his, all his. If your boyfriend can understand that, then I believe you have a chance. No, they don't have a chance. Now listen to this. She says, what if I get fucked? What if I fucked up when I didn't file a report at the hospital? I was given the option of two different exams and one holds evidence in case I change my mind. I don't even remember how I responded. The whole day was a blur. And what if me not choosing to file a report is what breaks my boyfriend? I just don't want to be caught up in legal proceedings for a long time. This is such bullshit. This is such bullshit. Oh my God. Oh my God. So now, so, 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 so now all of a sudden she can tell us, she can tell us with a clear mind, she dropped off her boyfriend and what, and all this other kind of stuff. But now all of a sudden the whole day was a blur, dude, these fucking bitches, man. Oh boy. Oh, here we go. See, this is why guys, what you guys have to understand, man. This is this this is this is what you guys have to understand, man. Is that is that uh, this is why girls do this because nobody nobody asks questions. Nobody asks questions, man. Anybody who asks questions, I bet I guarantee anybody who asked question asked questions probably got banned. Mm mm mm. I can't do it. I'm not. I'm not. Dude, I'm not seeing. Look at this. Call the cops before he e-pars the next innocent girl, if not for your sake, for them. No response to that. Huh? No, 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 no response for that. No response for that, huh? Ridiculous. See, you can see you can see people you can see people sort of treading on it a little bit. If I was your boyfriend, the one thing that would bother me that I would really question about this whole situation was the fact that you were sleeping on the same couch as Mike that night. To me, that's a boundary that I wouldn't want my significant other to break. With that being said, I'm sorry this happens to you. Mike needs to get this whole sleep epar thing under control. I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. I don't think, dude, I think that the people who are responding to this Oh, look at this. She responded, normally if we fall asleep, it's on separate couches. We had been on the same one because we were show, showing each other memes. Oh, my God. They were on the same couch because you were showing each other memes. Oh, so now all of a sudden she said the whole day was a blur. And she can't remember how she reacted at the hospital, but you can remember why you fell asleep on the same couch. So you can remember the showing memes. You can remember showing memes, but you can't remember anything after that. Jesus. This is such this is such bullshit. This was not your fault and if your boyfriend is a good guy he'll understand that. This is ridiculous. I have n I've never ever heard of sexomnia before. Ever. Oh my god. I can't do guys. I am not. Oh, listen to this. Listen to this. 
Why don't you want to report being EPAR to the police? It might be worth reconsidering. It will highlight to you, your boyfriend, and Mike that it was EPAR, that you didn't consent to it. Even if Mike did it in his sleep, he is still responsible. There is treatment available, and he could have chosen not to sleep with a woman in his room he knows that he EPARs people in his sleep. I'd get your boyfriend to make his own way back from the airport. You aren't in the right frame of mind to be driving, and a car crash really won't help how you're feeling. Um, I think it might be worth telling him on the phone. Let him get his head around it and maybe talk to his sister before he sees you in person. This will be a test for your relationship. If he isn't supportive, then it's better to find out, find that out now than when you're married. You might want to contact an EPAR hotline for some support and find a therapist. I'm so sorry this happened to you. I know it doesn't feel like it now, but you will eventually process it. You see? You see? These people keep telling them, telling this girl, hey, go to the cops. But she doesn't want to go to the cops. She doesn't. Anybody, anyone who asks her, anyone who asks her to put herself in a situation where she has to actually substantiate these claims, no response. It's crickets. It's crickets. Oh, there it is. I'm finally, oh, I'm trying to find a therapist. I refuse to make a report at the hospital. Gee, I wonder why. Dude, this is such BS. Yeah, I, dude. I don't, I'm not seeing, I'm not seeing any, I'm not seeing anything that holds her accountable for this. And you want to know why? Because it was probably, it's probably deleted. This is ridiculous, man. Oh, look at this. The only reason I didn't tell him right away is because he's on a trip with a friend for his own mental health. He lost his job a few months ago, and he's in a bad place. How much do you want to bet this cheating is probably tied to the fact that he decided to wallow in his own self-pity after he lost his job. Hmm? How much you want to bet? How much do you want to bet? Pimped out geese. Holy moly. Shout out to you. Dude, I haven't seen pimped out geese in forever. Good to see you in here, man. Thank you for the $5 super chat. Holy shit, man. Uh, Mr. J, uh, $2, says the cap level. It's over 9,000. Mr. J says, when I listened and learned that there was nothing about the guy getting arrested, cap. That being said, sexomnia is a thing. Doubt he has it. I don't think he has it. I think this is just, I think she's, dude, I think she had this, uh, this excuse. I think she had this excuse. This is all cap. Look, here we go. Doesn't matter whether he was asleep or not. Please report him now. Mm -mm. See that? See that? Yujiro uh, Kamara says, why was she alone with Mike in the first place? Uh, well, she hangs out with Mike all the time. They drink alone. They hang out alone. Wow. Oh, who cares? Yeah, nobody wants to hear about your... Here we go. Yeah, nobody wants to hear about your... I don't blame you for not wanting to report it. Oh, please. 
This is ridiculous, dude. This is... See? Anything that suggests... Anything that suggests that she go to the cop, she's not responding to. Here we go. Why would you not file a police report? Not being condescending, genuinely asking. Oh, here's the excuse. Here we go. Here we go. Because I am a fucking mess right now because I have friends who have been e-part in the past at the legal uh, at the legal proceedings took years of reliving it over and over just to end just to end up having wasted money on lawyers to have no closure. Oh. Uh-oh. Oh boy, let me let me finish on having no consequences for the e-parts and having essentially elongated their trauma for nothing. I don't want this. This is cap. This is cap. And here's why we know she's lying. Having wasted money on lawyers to have no closure. When you are a victim of EPAR and you report it to the cops, you don't have to hire an attorney to go after him. The district attorney does. That's right. The district attorney does. You don't hire a prosecuting attorney. That's handled by the state. You hire a defense attorney. See, this is one of the this is one of the many lies that women like to that women like to tell everybody. Well, if I decide to go to the cops and the legal proceedings and all the money, she's not going to have to spend any money. Trust me when I tell you, if you are genuinely e-pard, the district attorney can and should go after these people and prosecute them to the full extent of the law. That comes at zero cost to the victim, the alleged victim. Gentlemen, this comes at zero cost to the alleged victim. Having wasted money on lawyers to have no closure, why were they paying lawyers? Original poster. Why were they paying lawyers? For what? This is why you know this is a lie. As a victim, you do not pay an attorney to prosecute an assailant. It does not work that way. Wow. So there it is. She gave herself up just like that. Unbelievable, dude. Uh-oh. This guy's probably going to get a stupid situation to put yourself in. Why pass out drunk asleep next to a guy when your boyfriend is gone in the first place? I hope you learn to make better choices in the future. Yeah, there we go. You want to know why she put herself in that? You want to know why she passed? You want to know why she put herself in this position? Because she fucked him consensually. She wanted to fuck Mike. Her boyfriend was going out of town. This was her chance. This was her chance. This is ridiculous. Oh, this is funny. What kind of couch is it? How big is it for two people to sleep on it? Were your pants off when you woke up? Did you have any signs you had sex in the morning? It's a huge couch, she says. It's it's easy for people to spoon on, but I had my head tucked into one end of the couch. When I fell asleep, he had his head propped up on the other end of the couch. We were faced away from each other. Jesus. You see how she's trying to make this? We were faced away from each other, so I didn't want to... Oh, my God. When he woke me up, the first thing he told me was pull my pants up so they were up. I went to the bathroom to check, and he came inside me. This is stupid. Blah, 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 blah. Everybody's making excuse. Everybody's making excuses. Ah, uh, dude. 
we got our first. Dude, we got our first. Dude, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. We have our first real comet. Is this, to be honest, I feel like, merch, you got really drunk as well as Mike and now want to call it S.A. So you don't have to break the news that you cheated on your boyfriend. So weird how he did it in his sleep. LMAO, what the fuck is this story? You see that? You see that? Now she's pissed. We drink together all the time. Nothing like this has ever happened before. The only difference is my boyfriend wasn't in town that night. Boyfriend is also fully aware that we were having wine night. None of it seemed off. I fell asleep. I fucking fell asleep. Oh, yes. Law number 24. Law number 24. Ademus, $2, says she despised the idea of being faithful to a loser. This is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. This is the only person. And look, we've got seven people that actually like this. This is exactly what happened, guys. She got drunk, had sex with Mike, didn't want to tell her boyfriend she cheated, so she said that she was Ebard. How about, dude, this this is, I mean, this is not an uncommon story. This is not an uncommon story, guys. Like, this happens all the time. Girl, girl cheats and says that she was Ebard. Uh-oh, here's another one. Here's another one. You're in a relationship, and you go to other guys' houses and drink wine one-on-one, until you pass out while your boyfriend is out of town? What did you expect to happen? Now, they back off here. What happened to you was wrong, but you should know better. You owe it to yourself and your boyfriend to protect yourself better than that. S.A. and E.P.A.R. is a sickening, disgusting crime, and it is always wrong. But as a victim, there are steps you can take to protect yourself, and you took none of them. Here we are, victim blaming. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know, he, oh, he came to my house. I was in my own home. He sleeps over all the time. He drinks there all the time. Literally, the only difference between that night and any other night is that only one person was not home was my boyfriend. Oh, we caught her. We caught her. Oh, boy, dude. We caught her. We caught her. Dude, she keeps telling on herself. And this isn't, is she? No, she told on herself. So she says, he comes to my house. He came to my house. I was in my own home. He sleeps over all the time. He drinks her all the time. Literally, the only difference between that night and any other night was that the only person not home was my boyfriend. Um, I'm sorry, but didn't she say, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Ah, well, look at this. It's not uncommon for us to have wine nights together and chat. My boyfriend is usually home for these and doesn't always join us. So my boyfriend is usually home for these means that sometimes he is not. So let me, uh, let's do some sleuthing here. This is such, this is such BS. So as you guys can see on the screen, I just, I just screenshotted this. This is, this is, this is cap. This is unbelievable cap. My boyfriend is usually home for these and doesn't always join us. My boyfriend is usually, I'm going to read it again. My boyfriend is usually home for these and doesn't always join us. But then she said, the only, the, the, the uh, da, 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 literally, she says, literally, the only difference between that night and any other was that the only person not home was my boyfriend. She says that's the only difference. 
literally between this night and others, yet earlier she says my boyfriend is usually home for these and doesn't always join us. Yeah, she's lying. She's lying. She cheated on her boyfriend, and now she is trying. She cheated on her boyfriend, and now she is trying to falsely accuse Mike of EPAR. This is un. This is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. And people actually believe what this woman is saying. And you can see the further down we go, the further down, <laughs> this is funny, the further down we go, the, the, the more emboldened people seem to be in terms of in terms of them calling her out. Can I change my mind? Bitch, you can she knows she can't change her mind. She's not going to any hospital. She's not going to the cops. And the reason she's not going to the cops is because is because a crime did not occur. See, women again, women know and understand that police and law enforcement they ask you questions that force you to substantiate your claims. And if she went to the cops with this story, guess what? They'd be like, "Sweetheart, you need to you need to yeah, you need to deal with this." See, here we go. See? This is the one where he sort of backed out at the end. Yeah. Literally the only difference between that night and any other was that the only person not home was my not home was my boyfriend. She told us in the original post. She told us in the original post that he is not always there. Here we go. Here's another one. I don't think I don't know how to tell you this, but this I don't know how to tell this to your boyfriend, but I think it will be hard for him to believe you. It sounds like an unbelievable. It sounds unbelievable. Sorry, maybe you should go to the police and make a report. See? See? They want to say that this, that they, people, people are so afraid that they just can't say, bitch, this is all cap. This is ridiculous. Unbelievable. Oh, here we go. Yikes. I don't want to be that person, which means they're about to make a good point. But if I was your boyfriend, I wouldn't want you hanging around men when I'm not there with you, especially when there is alcohol involved. You should have more respect for him, and it is obviously going to strain your relationship with him now because he's not going to know who to believe. This guy doesn't believe her. This guy does not believe her. For those of you just joining us, I'm going to quickly read through this Reddit post one more time. For those of you who don't who who are just joining, I'm going to quickly read through this Reddit post one more time. My boyfriend is coming home from a week-long trip, and I have to tell him something that will break his heart. Trigger warning, NSFW mentions of SA. If this is not the right thread, please uh, please direct me to where this is appropriate. So my boyfriend and I, 24 each, live together. We are in a very healthy relationship, and we have a and we have a very strong trust between us. I've previously been very in I've previously been in very evisuba and toxic relationships. When I left that behind, I rekindled my friendships with some guy friends I've had my whole life and introduced them all to my new boyfriend and each other. They are now all very close friends as well. There, this is not and has never been a problem until last Friday. One of my very close friends, let's call him Mike, is actually a friend from a re, uh, from recent years and dated my sister for a few years. They had an amicable breakup and are still friends. Maybe she was fucking her boyfriend. Maybe she was fucking her sister's boyfriend behind her sister's back. I still hang out with Mike quite regularly, both with my boyfriend and one-on-one. -on -one. They game together almost every day. It's not uncommon for us to have wine nights together and chat. My boyfriend is usually home for these and doesn't always join us. 
Again, it has never been a problem. Well, last Friday, I dropped off my boyfriend at the airport for his trip and went home to have a wine night with Mike. She dropped him off and then went to fuck Mike. Boyfriend knew this was my plan for the night. <laughs> my sister and her now and her new boyfriend were home and hung out with us for a while as well. Everything seemed normal. I ended up drinking more than normal and fell asleep on one end of the couch. Mike was faced opposite on the other end of the couch. Somehow in my dreams, I knew something was wrong. I felt like alarm bells were going off telling me to wake up, but I didn't. Yeah, that's because you weren't asleep and you liked what was happening. You know when you're asleep, but but you're aware that you're asleep? Yeah, I kept hearing my name, and are you awake? Oh, God, what did I do? <laughs> Who knows how long later, Mike wakes me up and says, I don't know how to tell you this, but I woke up, with, I woke up and both our pants were pulled down, and I think we had sex. <laughs> nothing, nothing like this has ever happened before, ever. I've always felt safe around Mike. He was absolutely freaking out, and I could see the fear in his face. He told me he's done this two times before. That's cap. He is not. Um, but certain things just don't add up to me. I know what I heard in my sleep, and I was wearing sweatpants that had a string I tied up uh, too tight years ago. I know they can't be untied. That's because you untied them, sweetheart. Hell, I struggled to get them on and off standing up, let alone while lying down. Are you kidding me? These are sweatpants. You see how she keeps trying to pile on? It's just not lining up for me, and I can't tell if he's telling me the truth or not. I feel disgusted with myself. I keep showering, but I don't feel clean. I can't stop needing to throw up, but I can't actually do it. I can't even get myself to eat. eat. Sunday, I finally broke down and processed what happened. I went to the hospital. Oh, my God. I went. I didn't read this before. Sunday, I finally broke down and processed what happened. So she fucked this guy Friday, said to herself, oh, shit, how can I explain this? Decided, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to retroactively withdraw consent and go to the hospital to be STD screened. Oh, my God. Sweetheart, the way sexually transmitted diseases work is you don't catch an STD immediately. <laughs> it has to, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um... It has to incubate, okay? You don't fuck a guy Friday night and all of a sudden you have gonorrhea on Sunday morning. <laughs> this, bitch. this is so, dude, this is so full of shit. Oh, my God. I chose not to file a report with the police. I don't want to. I texted Mike and I let him know I cannot rug sweep this. I have to tell my family and my boyfriend. He told me he was sorry, but he can't control what he does when he is unconscious and that this has been traumatic for him as well and asked me to apologize to my boyfriend on his behalf. I cut all contact after that. When I finally got home, I fell apart, told my sister what happened. She also lives with us. She told me that, yes, he has done this before in the sleep, but that they were dating at the time, so she kept it with herself. Uh, she's livid with him. She's been taking care of me since then. My work has been understanding, so they gave me paid time off to process this. Tomorrow morning, I'm supposed to go pick up my boyfriend from the airport. We've been texting, but I've been acting like everything is fine. I don't think this is a conversation I can have over the phone. And boyfriend really needed this trip for his own mental health, and he keeps telling me how he's feeling better and happier than he has in month. months. He needed this, but I know I have to tell him when I pick him up. I'm losing it at the thought uh, of how he might react. Ultimately, I believe he will be supportive of me, but I think he's going to start running it back in his mind and questioning my entire friendship with Mike. I know it's going to hit him hard, and he's going to question everything. 
I think it's I think it's going to massively impact our relationship, and I just don't even know how to approach it. I think I'm just going to fall apart at the airport, but I don't think I can tell him while driving for the sake of our own safety. I just don't know what to do or how to approach this. I'm so scared. I guess I just need help figuring out how to approach this with boyfriend. I love this man. I want to marry this man, and I'm afraid all of our future plans are going to be taken away, all because of this horrible, terrible thing that happened in my sleep. This is such bullshit. This is such bullshit, dude. None of this is believable. None of this is believable, man. Not one person, not one person who is a clear-thinking, logical person thinks that this was EPAR. Not one person. This is insane. Let's read a few more comments, and then we'll get to uh, Love is Blind here. Oh, look at this. I want to believe that you didn't cheat even though you drink a lot and have one-on-one hangouts with men that aren't your boyfriend. I really do. But what? But then I got to the part where you're not going to report the e-parist and like, how does that make any sense at all? See? See? Unbelievable, dude. See, people are starting to... I agree with your thought process. She replies, it comes into play with my reasonings and not wanting to re-kit because I don't want to ruin his life. I'm just aware. Oh, so she might just let this go. I'm just aware of taking care of myself right now, and I feel like my life is ruined at this point in time. After I told him I was going to tell my family and boyfriend and cut contact, he told me he was going to block all of us so his mental health wouldn't be affected. Unbelievable. Unfucking believable Do you guys hear what just happened? So she cut off contact with him, and he blocked everybody. So now this is a co-op. Now this is a co-op at this point, guys. This is a co-op. Mike blocked everyone. She probably told him to block everyone. They probably said, okay, how can we get away with this? How can we get away with this? Wow. So And the fact that he's blocked everyone means that they can't get a hold of him for the story. Uh-oh, here we go. I read the sub, and it makes me feel better knowing I'm not like some people. Your boyfriend is beta for not paying attention, for not paying much attention to the people you hang out with and letting letting you have a, quote, one-on-one wine night with another dude. How stupid of a situation to put yourself in, let alone your boyfriend thinking it was an okay, thinking it was okay, no matter who the guy is hanging out with him there. You clearly knew the dude was sus and still drank more than you should have and was alone with him. Besides all that, Mike is a criminal and should never have gotten within arm's reach of you without your permission. That's why you identify blah, 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 blah. See, here we go. Hanging out with someone and getting too drunk isn't consent. He could have just not assaulted her. Okay, hanging out with someone and getting too drunk isn't consent. That has nothing to do with anything. Has nothing to do with anything. Uh-uh. <laughs> I swear, man, saw this coming a mile away, knew the outcome before I was even a third of the way through reading. Such obvious signs that everyone plays dumb towards then act shocked and surprised at the oh-so-obvious outcome. <laughs> oh, this is funny. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Oh, oh, now it's getting real. Now it's getting real. So Tattoo Hillbilly, uh, 37 minutes ago while we're actually on this, says, why don't you just admit you fucked him? You cheated on your boyfriend and probably trying to make excuses. 
This guy says it's called self-deception, a legitimate coping mechanism that has thoroughly been studied. Unbelievable. See that? In the uh, uh, in before the quote, you can't blame the victim brigade. The setup was a disaster from the beginning. This is too funny. Oh, she responded to this one. It's not a quote, my boyfriend lets me have my freedom situation. Mike has been around for years. We've been doing this for years. The only difference between this night and any other night was that my boyfriend wasn't coming home that night. And even then, my sister, who is his ex, and her boyfriend were home in the house. We got her again, guys. We got her again. Dude, the more she talks, the more... Dude, the more she keeps responding, the more she keeps telling on herself. So let's go back to the beginning of this, shall we? We'll do this for a little bit longer, but it's obvious that this woman cheated on her boyfriend and she's trying to accuse the friend. Hang on a second. Dropped off. Ah, boyfriend. New, my sister and her new boyfriend were home and hung out with us for a while as well. So if your sister lives with you, how can she not, how can she verify this? This is ridiculous, man. Ice Dragon Kid, I don't know, man. I think I don't think he smashed and dashed and 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 now she's mad. No. I think they dude, I think they fucked. I mean, dude, obviously they fucked. But dude, this is this is absolutely ridiculous, man. This is and and I can't believe we're blaming this on sexomnia. Like, dude, we all know this is cap, right? Yeah, True Chino says, so basically, she always wanted to fuck Mike. Yeah, of course. Of course. Finally, somebody said, why don't you just admit that you fucked him? Yeah, she cheated. She cheated on her boyfriend. And guys, this happens all the time. This happens all the time. Slambright, $5, says, the number of white knights in Reddit is over 9,000. I'm surprised these women don't sleep with more of them. They'd get away with anything, all right? And Demas says, the only thing keeping her faithful was a goalie. Sir Isaac D. Nuggensnoots, STD sleep time dingling. <laughs> oh boy. It is so obvious. It is so obvious. Unbelievable. Uh oh. Casual Fridays says, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. Because this story is very one-sided, just like the responses. Translation, I don't believe you. Could it, couldn't it? could it be you that blacked out from drinking and having sex with him? There are other possibilities than you taking being taken advantage of, but you just don't want to paint that picture. I will never understand people with their naivety. How does wine nights with the opposite sex actually make sense? How can you not foresee this person having or catching feelings by one-on-one -on -one hangout sessions and wine nights one-on-one. -on -one. Listen, if it's clear someone was e-part, I'm all for giving support. But this seems like a slightly skewed story, unfinished painted picture, with lack of self-responsibility uh, and a ton of you being naive. No, she wasn't naive. She knew exactly what the hell she was doing. Here we are. Why write out a whole story to make yourself feel better about banging your friend after getting wine drunk? Yeah, right. Right. This story doesn't add up. How could you not possibly wake up of someone assaulting you on the couch? Right. 
If someone is having sex with you, I don't care how blackout drunk you are. You're going to wake up. Was there any evidence that sex happened other than that your pants was down? No one heard anything, right? Is it possible that you guys just made out and things got heated and went to sleep? Had your sister never mentioned anything about this sleep sex BS? How much alcohol was involved for none of you to know what the hell happened? I'm not trying to victim shame. You should be free to have your own friends, but but is your boyfriend seriously okay with you having wine nights and cuddled up with a male friend the moment he leaves town? I don't think your boyfriend is going to buy the sleep sex crap if you didn't accuse the guy formally of assaulting you. I really hope nothing happened, but if it did, this guy needs to never effing again sleep next to a woman, blah, 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 blah. Yep. Yep. Uh-oh. You should press charges. You were e-parred, unless... Then she says, have you ever pressed charges for being sexually e-parred? Ay, 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 ay. Yeah, this is uh this is all cap. This is absolutely positively all cap. Jesus Christ. And of course everyone's giving her all of the validation. This was in no way your fault, blah 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 blah. So um all right guys. Um so what we are going to do now It is time to hashtag uh, Netflix and kill and chill. Looks like my camera's a little sideways. It is time to hashtag Netflix and chill. Um, it is time for the Love is Blind breakdown. If you want to watch for free and not pay a damn thing, download the SharpStream app. Download the SharpStream app. It is available for Apple and Android. Apple and Android. Um, just type in SharpStream, download it. Make sure you enable push notifications so you can be notified when I go live or anything like that. Uh, that's a very good, yeah, uh, Yuhiro Kamara says, who gets blackout drunk on wine? Yeah, nobody. 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 She fucked, listen, she fucked another man behind her boyfriend's back, and now she is making an excuse. Dude, girls do this all the time. They cheat on their boyfriends and then accuse the guy they cheated with as an e parist happens all the time. All right. Um, I'm going to uh, go ahead and hit this two minute timer. Uh, in two minutes time, we are going to do the love is blind breakdown. See you guys over there.
And it is about that time. It is the bewitching hour. It is time for a Love is Blind breakdown. Uh, like I said, guys, if you want to watch for free, just download the Sharpstream app. So I'm now going to say goodbye to my Facebook audience, my Twitch audience, my backup YouTube channels, uh, as well as um, 